0: So i a nice cup of tea. Oh,
1: lovely. Yep. I've got, a, I've got a festive glass of port.
0: Have you?
1: Thursdays have quickly become my port drinking evenings. Uh, and uh, <coughs> is it a big glass of port? It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's not the smallest glass of port you've ever seen. But that's, that's all right. It's, I'm not at work tomorrow. No, go for it. Absolutely. So, shall we introduce the show?
0: Welcome to North v South, the podcast that is and isn't about design. I'm Jonathan Elliman, and the other side of the world <laughs> is Rob Turpin. Is Rob Turpin, and uh, it's episode forty.
1: Forty. Wow, that's a minor milestone, isn't it? Yeah. And yeah. how's how's life with you? Well, it's been a, a busy a busy old week, freelancing in Shoreditch, and it's been a. <clears throat> It's just been one of those tough weeks. You know, very busy. Lots and lots to do. You know, working straight through lunch a couple of days and just pretty stressful. I've been glad to be home every night. Right. Um, And the trains have been, you know, they haven't played. Uh, They haven't been too bad this week. So, you know, they've had their moments. Um, But that has pretty much been my week. I've done... Almost no drawing this week. Um, I've read on my commute. Um, I finished the sci-fi book Ultima that I was reading that I mentioned last week, which was good, but it became a bit predictable. Uh, And I've just started reading J.G. Ballard's High Rise, um, which is pretty good. haven't seen the film, thought I'd read the book.
0: Oh, is the film of one of his?
1: It is. Yeah. It is indeed, yeah. It's good so far. I don't know if I've read any Ballard before.
0: Uh, I, I, um, I like him. Um, his autobiographies <clears throat> are great, and there's two, two of them. I don't know. Empire of the Sun, it's the first one, mm. and um, uh, Kindness of Women, which is fantastic. Which is his life yeah. living in Shepperton. He lived near you, didn't he? Yes, he did. Um, I think I passed him once. Right. Yeah. Did you crash your car into him?
1: No. Um, Yeah, so that's it. That pretty much is my week. So I've got, um, I think that's me done in Shoreditch for the foreseeable future. They don't need me, well, they don't need me immediately next week. So you never know, I might get a call, but it's going to give me a time to catch up on commissions and some design work. Um yeah just kind of catching up on things really that I really have fallen behind with the last few weeks with uh being in Shoreditch
0: and have you found that you've been had some time to think about <coughs> next year and the projects that you've got rolling on
1: No <laughs> I've thought about thinking about them yeah I do lots of that Um <coughs> yeah it's just yeah, I don't have uh but when I get back in I, I don't have the energy for that. Um so I try and catch up on drawing m- at the weekend, but no. Uh I haven't uh I haven't got further than that this week or the last week or the last few weeks. What about you? How's your week been?
0: <clears throat> um yeah, it's been uh run in the mill, very busy. Um, no more I've- floods. Floods seedling oh, no, no, but a plumber came round and and has then disappeared, as they love to do um Lovely. i've uh what have I done? I've had a week without a phone, which has oh. been really nice, actually, I've really enjoyed not having uh this kind of thing that constantly taps on your shoulder. Yeah, uh, I've got lots lots of work done and it hasn't affected my business in any way, shape or form. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it makes me sort of think a bit deeper about the, uh, the addiction that we have yeah. to, to uh, these devices that are constantly connected.
1: Has it not affected your work because all your um, clients use other channels to contact you? Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: predominantly email, but... Um, uh, no, I've just been using Skype and stuff, and then um, people can email me, and I've just been phoning them on my landline. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't give my landline out because um, that's when you start getting the Saturday Sunday calls. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no, it's been good. Um, I've um spent more time thinking and reading without having a phone to constantly scroll to. I've used well, that's the. Nice. I, I've used the iPad a lot more for work. Yeah. Um, which is great. Um, and I have to say that the Apple. Because it was a faulty um, battery um, that they've recalled some from last year, mm-hmm. and um, it's been brilliant service. They literally sent me a box. Um, yeah, I put it in the box. They picked it up. Um, oh, no, actually, I dropped it at the, at the post office, but they would have done. Um, and then I was informed via email almost every day, and it was back yeah. within five days. So can't cool. complain
1: really. So have um, you turned all your notifications off? just to to keep that level of calm going?
0: (laughs) Well, I've I've only just turned it on, so um, uh, I will be. It's normally on silent anyway. I don't have any notifications. um, But I've had to turn it on um, uh, because I've been playing around with some new email apps and Mm. bits and bobs. Um, Yeah, and it's amazing the gap. uh, I've written here the the gap in service levels that you get with companies uh, because my recent experience with BT... I'd say is at the bad end of service, and i'd say that yeah. the, the apple is at the really good end and another one was my um i 've got an angle poise re- yeah. re- a, a reproduction one well it 's not re it's, it's it's an official one, but it 's a remake of the old i think yeah. it's twelve twenty seven model and um, but the uh, the light switch snapped on it yesterday, so um I got in touch with angle poise and said what's what's the deal and they just sent me out a new switch. Oh, nice. So I imagine that it's a lifetime warranty on it. I guess. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't know. That's good. Um, so yeah, good service from them. Bad service from. Uh, we're meant to be having a um, smart meter fitted. Talking about. we um, will talking about later about renewable energy and saving money. I think it's a complete scam, um, but they're kind of semi-forcing the hand of ha- homeowners across the UK to adopt these electronic smart meters, which basically just monitor your. Uh, gas and electric usage yeah. mean that mean that you pay an accurate fee rather than an estimate, uh-huh. which, to be honest, doesn't really affect us because we pay a monthly fee anyway, so
1: yeah,
0: it doesn't matter. Um, but they didn't turn up today, so I told them to sling their hook. Yeah, and I don't want it installed because I found out subsequently that you don't have to have them installed, and if you want to change, oh, I see. yeah, the technology they haven't got right yet. So if you are with one power use, you know, a particular power supplier yeah they'll install one kind of technology, and then if you switched, you may have to either it will be redundant and have to be replaced or it won't work at all. so what's the point? yeah <laughs> crazy stuff so um yeah i wouldn't I wouldn't go for it. Have you got anything like that in your house? No no at yeah. all no the only thing is I could just you know when when all the lights have been left on in the house, I could just see how much power we're wasting. <laughs> Yeah, and then just moan, and it will nothing would change. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean that's the that's the reason for them, isn't it? It's supposed to encourage you to yes, be aware of your consumption. But there's
0: absolutely no proof that it works in any way, shape, or form.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> which
0: is a shame, but um, you know, mm. you have to change behaviour in another way, um, put anyway. on an
1: extra jumper.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so I've been, um, what else have I been doing? I'm making some Christmas, I've been making Christmas cards for various clients. Uh,
1: nice. And I making did one a, of those, actually.
0: Yeah. Um, and making, uh, one for ourselves, which we make every year. Yeah. We're not as, um, sophisticated as, uh, Nick Barber, who screen prints his. It's very um, posh, isn't it? Yeah. We did, we did, um, lino prints last year. Yeah. But I shall be, uh, utilizing my, um my new printer this year. And, uh, <laughs> Could I and expect I, an,
1: an A0 Christmas card? Yeah.
0: No, I've, um, I've, uh, I've got some uh, samples off of Colorplan so, um, of GF Smith, so I'll be making it with those. Ah, cool. Yeah, because I've tested It runs through the printer beautifully.
1: Yeah. We had some um, samples in the office this week of digital metallic foils, <laughs> which are um, quite nice. So
0: they're digital. How does that work?
1: it's it's i don't know it's a special kind of ink they have to you have to uh it has to be laminated right uh or uh, on a coated paper and um yeah it looks pretty pretty damn good mm. i mean the only problem is you know it has to be on that kind of slightly shiny silky paper yeah um but yeah it looks really nice we got a sample of i don't know half a dozen different colors through silvers and the kind of bronzes and coppers look really, really lovely.
0: Yeah. I've uh, seen, I've seen, cause you can, they, they do a varnish now, don't they? In the digitals. Um, yeah. I think it's, uh, who is it? HP ones, isn't it? Mm. They do them, but I didn't, yeah. Foils. How interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I've realized that we are we're desperately running out of time before Christmas, aren't we? Um, I, I was thinking that I might get a couple of weeks off before before Christmas, but there is absolutely no chance of that whatsoever. Yeah, um, just looking at my diary, and it's um, yeah, next week's a kind of last working week, isn't
1: it? It is. Well,
0: yeah. is it? Yeah. The, well, there'll be all sorts going on the week after, won't there? Yeah, um, will. I don't know if we'll have a show that week after. Then will we? Maybe. Don't know. But next week's show, we're doing Christmas presents. Can we talk we are. about that at the end end of the show. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Okay, so what have you seen
1: in news that's caught your eye? What have I seen in news? Well, uh, you've got it down as well, Um, and that's Pebble, Uh, everybody's favourite wearable. Um, Have been bought by Fitbit, everyone else's favourite wearable. Uh, So Pebble made the smartwatches. They kind of kick-started everything, didn't they? Literally. Um, And they were... uh, Pretty well-loved. I never had a, a Pebble, but I knew quite a few people that did uh, and really liked them. Um, and now they've been bought by Fitbit for $40 million, I think. Uh, and they're going to stop manufacturing their watches. And eventually they're going to stop providing any kind of support for their watches or services. They say they may um, do some work to enable the watches to kind of last a bit longer without their updates Um, but that'll be it for Pebble and they're going to be part of their team has been integrated into Fitbit's um, kind of uh, engineering team so it's uh, it's quite a come down for Pebble because before kind of Samsung and Apple got in on the act of smart watches they really were the the king of the heap Um, they were offered 740 million pounds for the company just two, just uh, just over a year ago um by citizen the watchmaker and then <clears throat> intel offered 70 million earlier this year and now they've eventually been sold for 40 million so their business was obviously just going one way wasn't it
0: yeah i think that they've acted they've behaved pretty badly um to their customers um you know mm. the ones that have uh put in um uh what do you call it pledges for the the new watch that they've been developing um yeah. because they've been obviously gearing up to sell the company because they can't make it work um mm. they've taken an awful lot of money and i think for kickstarter this is, this is a really bad bit of news for them because if the most successful kind of funding uh you know the 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 company that's that's been most successful and most well known has completely um capitulated on its uh on its yeah. commitment to its customers um it says a lot about what I, I i think it's just going to affect people's faith in putting in for large consumer goods and um again we've spoken about this in the past haven't we that people very easily fall out of trust with smaller producers um when you know for example, when services go away. So yeah. uh, there was a mail app. We talked app. about Nest, didn't we, as well? Yeah, there was a mail app a while ago, wasn't there, called Squirrel, that everyone was using. Um, yeah. And, you know, that got bought by Google and shut down immediately. So everybody mm-hmm. had bought that, bought into that ecosphere, you know,
1: yeah.
0: lost out on it. I mean, not, not that that's a major thing, but, you know, th- this happens constantly. Yeah, Nest is, a, is another example. Um, unless you're selling tons and tons and tons of these um, you are not going to survive. Yeah, I <laughs> and mean, it does uh, make
1: me go on. Sorry,
0: oh, I just think that their, um, I just think their watches were but ugly, and I think that's the. I think you know they hadn't iterated on those designs yeah. at all. Um, they still Absolutely. stuck with the uh, LCD screen, which is really cute, but not really um, that functional. And they were trying to ramp up to LCD screens, weren't they or? LEDs, um, yeah. but I think it was too little, too late. Um, and they've been bought by a company, Fitbit, who don't make very attractive things anyway, do they? They're not, yeah. they're not attractive. But the whole industry is seem seemingly is a bubble. Um, and you know, Pebble being a bubble, I mean, seven hundred and forty million. If that's true, I think that's <laughs> that's a report from TechCrunch, isn't it? Um yes. But whether if that was true, or even seventy million dollars. Um, it's it's a shocking bubble that's burst um, mm-hmm. Microsoft microsoft pulled out this year um uh who else has pulled out of oh um was it asus have stopped making their watch now um, i'm not sure yeah
1: they've not even been in the game long have they
0: no and apple figures have come out and they're very very low although they're they're bigging up they're um i said it again bigging up i've been i've been pulled up on saying bigging up but they they're sort of they're inflating their um their sales um it would be interesting to see what does happen to the apple watch because it'll be the only one that's making any any headway
1: yeah i mean you know even if it's not selling many it's selling more than everyone else isn't
0: it yeah i mean sales of watches generally are down aren't they i've looked at a figure the federation of swiss watches said that their sales are down 14 percent year on year from since 2015 I, i don't know what the growth was before that but um I think it's just saying people don't, you know, when you've got a, a phone in your pocket that you're constantly attached to, like we were talking about earlier, um, and it's got time on it, do you need a watch? And is the, is the need for that watch going away? Um, and, um, I was sort of thinking beyond that of, you know, of these glasses and things like that, these steps towards an H up, uh, a heads up display kind of future. Um, yep. what are those steps that we're, being asked to make by the manufacturers um the steps are watches or glasses that there's it's it's a difficult stepping stone isn't it because where do you go from from there to you know something that is embedded in in your eye as a contact lens or whatever you know let's really jump into the future that's kind of the goal isn't it i guess it is
1: yeah i assume it is
0: um but what are we going to be expected to to use in between that or is it just going to stick to the phone Um, oh yeah I think oh, Apple, yeah. Apple Apple have put their money, you know, on on the Apple Watch being that step. But the fact that they put their figures into their other category says that they don't put a huge amount of faith in that making an awful
1: lot of money. Yeah. I, you know, I get the impression that Apple did it because everyone else was doing it. Yeah. Not because they saw a real need for it. Mm. And there isn't really, is there? Apart from the kind of, you know, sort of Fitbit activity track I think there is very little need for a watch to be a smart watch mm. yeah I
0: just think you know if you read the Kickstarter their their announcement it's really badly handled and um, I, think, I think they should have just switched to a kind of PR like you know they should have, it should have been Fitbit speaking you know this is Fit, Fitbit yeah, yeah. we've taken over Petal we're shutting it down we apologize here's your refunds that's it but they tried to yeah. make it you know it's a whole lifestyle kind of post with lots of yeah, joyous people with pebbles you know on their wrists that What's now nobody's that? <laughs> yeah i know. It a, you know it's just rubbing it in it's typical startup kind of behavior isn't yeah. It? yeah yeah anyway yeah so i thought that was a really interesting story and, and sad mm. i think um yeah i know i know i know people who've got them uh, i think they're cool uh but they're just you know not for not for me they just don't yeah. do enough for stuff
1: yeah Absolutely.
0: Could you see yourself wearing a watch? like A, 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 a,
1: um, a smart no, watch? not a smart watch. You know, I've got a nice watch, which I don't always wear. Right. Um, so, yeah. no, I can't really see myself wearing a smart watch at all.
0: No, my only thing is, is fitness. You know, I mm. use it for tracking running
1: and stuff, but that will be it. Well, maybe if I ran, I'd see a point in them. Yeah. However... They're all just I don't. so ugly. Yeah. And mm. the Apple's the nicest one out there. I yeah, think. it is. I don't it know. Looks like a nice piece of engineering. Mm. Mm. Anyway, what news have you got? Um, That was that was my bit, remember? Oh, yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> I'd done all the work there. Um, <laughs> uh, Google have announced that they are going to reach 100% renewable energy in 2017 um this is a blog post so got to be a bit careful because uh mm. don't want to be caught out on the old pr juggernaut but yep. um they are by they are leagues ahead of competition in the generation um of the energy that powers their servers and they are on them uh and um You know they they they've put their money into wind power, I think mainly. Yes. Um, by quite a quite a significant amount. Um, and if you look at Apple, it's almost 100% solar. Mm. Um, but it's uh, it's good to see some positive news. You know, but you know, big corporations making decisions that are good for the for the environment, but also. They're they're getting costs down, you know, and they're saying that it's starting to, you know, pay. So um, it shows that renewable energy is a feasible way forward, um, and has to be, it. isn't
1: it? It's all about um, <coughs> economies of scale, isn't it? With uh, with renewable energy, you know, solar power and wind power. It's all about you know making uh, making the technology cheaper through making more of it. Um, which our government doesn't seem to recognise by cutting all the subsidies to renewable energy. Um,
0: which is well, ridiculous. Uh, well, America are about to enter the dark ages, aren't they? With the- who,
1: who knows what's going on.
0: Uh, yeah, um, it's pretty depressing. But th- this 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 news item was just a little bit refreshing. Um, yeah, absolutely. And it, I, I say a news item. It is. Uh, yeah, you've got to take it with a pinch of salt because it is from Google.
1: But uh, yeah, I mean, even if they've overstated. You know their, their situation. It does show that they are still a, a mile ahead of everyone else. Yeah.
0: Um. Other news story. Uh. I'm trying to think. Oh yeah. Um. This this one's uh, via um, Daring Fireball. Um. It's pretty depressing. It's a um. It's uh, a piece about um the drugs wars in. Uh, the Philippines. Um, how the oh, yeah. uh, police are cracking down on civilians um, and drug pushers, but also innocents, um, and there are vigilantes out there. And basically, the president has just encouraged vigilanteism, and there are thousands of people dying. Um, yeah. But this 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 piece is astonishing. Uh, the photography is absolutely incredible um and the journalism is top notch it's from the new york times um and it's good to see you know the media producing good stuff like this
1: yeah there's um there's been some brilliant stuff like this um and i think the new york times were one of the first people the first institutions to start doing this kind of real beautiful long form journalism with you know amazing photography presented in, a, in an astonishing way um, and the guardian does it now, which is good to see, but yeah, this looks, you know, very striking.
0: Yeah. The art direction on it is, is great. Um, and it uses the, you know, it uses the web beautifully. Um, yeah. uh, but it's, it is shocking. So, um, yeah, uh, um, you know, yeah, some graphic stuff in there. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, uh, again, it's horrible to note that, um, uh, that Trump endorses his uh, this guy Rodrigo Duterte's uh, approach to
1: anti-drug. He does, doesn't he? He basically came out, didn't he, the the Philippines president, and and encouraged people to kill drug users, not not just drug dealers, but drug users and addicts, which is just horrifying. It really is horrifying. Yes. So I've got a bit of news, which is, you know, it, it's a it's a news of a disaster. So it's not exactly on a lighter note, but um, uh, the time past makes it uh, a little more bearable. And it's the you'll obviously know all about this. It's the great uh, nineteen nine Boston molasses flood.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love this story. No, I, I do know about the molasses flood. Do you? Yeah, I have. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I saw this. Uh, it was an article in uh, New Scientist magazine, uh, and it's about the physics of molasses, essentially uh, thick, viscous, kind of treacly type uh, substance. Uh, and in 1919, there was a huge tank of molasses burst in Boston, and it killed it killed uh, like 21 people, I think, and injured. Uh, nearly a hundred uh, swept away buildings. Um, absolutely, must have been absolutely terrifying. It was a, a wall of molasses, seven meters tall, as it exited this ruptured tank. Um, and the article goes into the physics of it: how this thick, treacly substance could wreak so much havoc and kill so many people. And you think it's like you know, super slow moving. Um, substance Um, but it talks about the kind of uh, how it behaves in different temperatures and how it behaves how its viscosity changes when it's kind of sheared against different objects and uh, over um, obstacles and it's quite an interesting article about a really bizarre tragedy Um, but yeah the 1919 Boston Molasses flood
0: it's funny because um the reason i knew about it was because i walked uh i've i've been i went to boston and um i did a walk around it a sort of history walk and that was one of the places that i don't know whether there was a there's a plaque there or whatever yeah but it's It's down by the docks if i remember yeah it's it's kind of in the italian sector um or the yeah and um it's really steep hill that goes down to the river so you can when you're there you can imagine it's really steep so you can imagine that that if it was at the top of that hill if you were at the bottom it would you'd have no chance um but uh yeah it was um it's an amazing story isn't it and they i haven't read that that article but i've I've read quite a lot about it because i really got into i just thought it's it sounds so bizarre it sounds like something out of the blob doesn't it like the uh uh, sort of 1950s shocker um but yeah there's there's this huge wall of black molasses just wiped out uh you know part of a part of a city (laughs) it's unbelievable yeah um shall i be let's um Pantone have uh, tried to uh, bring a bit of positivity to um, to its yep. 2017 offering. It's their their color of the year that everybody waits with bated breath to know what color to uh, make everything next year. And, I um, barely sleep until it's announced. I know. I'm so glad it's out. It's called Greenery. Their new color, <laughs> um, fresh and zesty.
1: Is it a new color, or is it? a no, they, they just pick? Yeah, they just one of their existing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you can you can look on their site at all the old colours mm. Um yeah, what a load of old nonsense. Eh? But but um, the copy on it is is just is delightful um, in terms of pretentiousness. It's uh, what do they call it? Um, it's fresh and zesty uh, and um, it bursts forth in 2017 to provide us with the hope we collectively yearn for. Now, I, I, we don't yearn for hope do we oh hope, i don't know hope don't is sh- a yearning we hope <laughs> well, i
1: guess it is isn't it yeah, yeah. you don't we yearn hope. for hope <laughs> no that's hoping we, for hope isn't
0: no, it? no we want to yearn for something else
1: <laughs> yeah i'm just looking at some of the other colors on the um the shortlist right was there um, a short list there was niagara primrose yellow flame island paradise pale dogwood pink yarrow it's lovely, isn't it? Pinky arrow. Bold attention getting and tempestuous. There you go. Hazelnut.
0: Oh, I like a hazelnut. So yeah, so um this so next year is all about vibrant tangy green. Lovely. There it's you quite go. a
1: nice colour. It
0: is? It's quite a nice colour, isn't it? Yeah, I like it. A bit of greenery. And there's there's, the, there's your icon inspiration for this week, Rob.
1: Yes, of course. Possibly. Um <clears throat> i got one other little bit of news, which was um, an article I think someone tweeted, being a photographer, Um, and it's turning your digital photographs into an Excel spreadsheet, which seems like the most ridiculous thing to do, but it's quite interesting in that a digital photograph essentially kind of is a a spreadsheet um, in the way that it um, attributes values to, you know, uh, specific kind of coordinates in a in a grid of pixels. And this guy, Matt Parker, found a way to open digital photos as spreadsheets in Excel. Um, formatting is used to color each cell so that completely black is zero, fully bright for 255, and every whole number shade in between. Um, yeah, I thought it was, you know, someone spent far too long doing something utterly bizarre, but I kind of like it. And there's a little picture of uh, a photograph of him yeah, in an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> wow. it's That's very much along the lines of if you give uh, an infinite number of monkeys an infinite number of typewriters, it's sooner or later they'll reproduce the works of Shakespeare, isn't it? Yeah. Given enough time, anyone on the internet will do anything. Yeah. <laughs>
0: He found a way. I mean, was he looking for a way? He's like, <sighs> I must. How do I open this? How do I get my photos into Excel? <laughs> <laughs> Bless him. Good for him. Um, it's Christmas time now, isn't it? Officially. It is. Uh, 24ways.org is a, you might not have known this one because it's a web uh, so, uh, it's yeah, web it's, community. It's like a black art. Um, it's. Um, it's by Drew McLennan, who develops um, a product called Perch, which is a content management system that mm-hmm. I use. And um, he every year he gets writers to write one article a day um, and post it onto this uh, sort of annual. Uh, I guess it's a an advent calendar, really, um, and it's full of uh, diverse, I'd say, um, articles. Uh, I do think that it has become it's becoming a bit. Uh, academic a lot of the articles. Um, I'd like to see a little bit more um, sort of uh, loose and um, uh, imaginative writing. It's a lot of uh, people telling you how to do things properly. Um, Kind of like medium, you know, articles can be a bit preachy. Pretentious. Pretentious, yes. Um, And there's nothing wrong with being a bit pretentious. But it has, you know, it's titles like We Need to Talk About Technical Debt, uh, What the Heck is Inclusive Design... Um, and uh, flexible project management in in flexible
1: environments. Um, they they, they sound, kind of sound like they should be followed by what the heck is inclusive design? You'll yeah. never believe number six. <laughs> Creating
0: a weekly research cadence. I mean, I have barely time to create a weekly invoice list, let alone a research <laughs> cadence. But um, yeah, so they do seem a little bit uh, a little bit uh, fusty, shall I say? Um, but it's good to see community. Um, writing about stuff. Um, yeah. So it'd be good if there was a design one. I don't know if there is one.
1: Um, uh, yeah, there must be,
0: mustn't there? Yeah, graphic design one. <coughs> Maybe yeah. next year, Rob, that'll be our project once we've got our website up and some show notes. Yes. Was that, sorry, uh, was that a tumbleweed going past A <clears>
1: little bit. Uh, I've got one more <laughs> bit of news, which on, has then. just come in via my, uh, by my wife. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is that John Glenn has died. The oh. American astronaut who was the he was was he the second man in space and the first American to orbit uh, the Earth um, was also the oldest man in space when he went up on the space shuttle in the nineteen nineties. Um, yeah, so that's very sad. He he was taken ill yesterday, I think, uh, and died in the presence of his family today. So that's very sad. One of the I don't know he might be the last of the Mercury 7 who were the first American astronauts. Uh, he might be the the last to go, I think. Um, yeah, very, very sad. If you want to know more about John Glenn, read the right stuff.
0: <clears throat> we're, we're stepping, we're moving further and further away from uh, an age of heroes, don't we? We are. Yeah, it's
1: very sad. Nice. Right. Next, do you have any more news, or should we talk about our <clears throat> topic of the week? Topic of the week—is that what we're calling it? A topic of the week. I don't know.
0: We just talk <laughs> about stuff. Um, ah, yeah. I was. Shall I introduce it? Yes, please. I was. Uh, I was looking at Twitter, which I do probably once or twice a day, and a chap called Nick Clement, uh, who I'm assuming is a designer, asked a question on twitter on the 29th of november so about a week ago Um basically asking what would you tell your graduate self if you met if you met yourself what what advice would you give um and um i just i thought it was a really good question sort of following on from what we've been talking about in the past so what would be uh, when were you when when and where were you uh twenty. I mean, well, do you think do you think that's a good age to kick off from graduate self, or do you think teenage self? I mean, I, I don't know. I can't, I'm not sure <coughs> there was much difference in my well, attitude
1: towards. Well, life. how about when you embarked when when you embark on your kind of college career? Maybe, mm, yeah, uh, yeah.
0: So, what was the question?
1: <laughs> <laughs> where Where was that for you?
0: Uh, I went to Exeter University, and I didn't know what earth i was doing at the time so what would i do differently um i've uh, i've thought about this and i this this does imply two things um and i'm not sure if either of them are true one is that i regret my life so far <laughs> if i'm gonna start preaching and two that um i know now what i want to do with the rest of my life <laughs> if yeah. i didn't know then uh yeah so um so yeah those, those philosophical questions aside um what would i what, what would i what would i tell myself um well should we should we touch on what other people said uh, that they yeah, replied no. to responded to nick yeah. so, so sort of a um uh a summary of things was um learn to take criticism mm-hmm. i'm guessing he's talking to design people yes uh l- collaborate with people
1: yeah uh it, really after collaborate it should be listen shouldn't
0: it yeah um everybody's winging it
1: (laughs) they are that's (laughs) That's what a lot of people say we've talked about that a lot haven't we yeah you know it looks like everyone's you know this kind of superhuman graphic designing swan but you don't see their feet pedaling like billy everyone's winging it
0: well i think that this uh that question follows on from what I was just talking about with 24 Ways is, you know, the, the medium way of writing is trying to create a language around something that is slightly magic, slightly ethereal, you know, creativity itself. Um, yeah. And web designers are especially guilty of that or web developers of trying to create language uh, and trying to uh, package themselves in a different way from how uh, just a traditional designer would work, which is why we've ended up with UI and UX designers yeah. and inclusive design. Um, I just think it's a load of old horseshit. Um, you know, you're a designer or you're not a designer. That's, that's it. Mm. <laughs> you might specialize in something. But, um, yeah, I think it's, you know, people are winging it, aren't they? Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, you know, especially in digital, it's moving so quickly, so fast, you can't possibly f- predict what's going to be happening in two, three years' di- time down the line, you know, um, so, uh, yeah, I think that's a, that's a good one. Um, and it kind of includes the bullshit detector is real, you know, um, make sure that when you sniff it, you, <laughs> <laughs> you're aware that that's going on because the industry is full of it. Uh, the industry attracts clients who love to talk it, <laughs> it attracts people who talk it. Uh, and, uh, you've just got to learn at an early stage to know when people are talking about it so you don't waste your time. Hanging, okay. around, hanging around with them, um, I wonder if
1: that's something you can you can learn. Is that just experience and confidence? It's a mixture of experience and confidence. Yeah,
0: it? I think so because I think you know it's easy to just um, you know in the early days when I just would slavishly follow whatever a client asked me to suggest yeah. it, that I yeah. did, um, it just it just wastes your life, doesn't it? You just waste your life going around in circles, um, and yep. it's only later on when you're more experienced that you. Can stand up to them because you know what's right, um, and you can and you can articulate why it's right. Um, so that, those are the, those are the main, I guess, the main five replies that he had. He had, had a large response, which is why I sort of uh, got got pulled into the uh, into the conversation. I didn't. Yeah,
1: they're good, solid points, aren't they?
0: Yeah. So what 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 are your? Have you had a chance to think about this, or are you thinking about you winging it now?
1: Well. <laughs> No, uh, I started off and the first, when you mentioned we were going to do this, the first thing I thought of was Basil Ehrman's, uh, everybody needs to wear sunscreen, uh, song, which was taken from, uh, the commencement speech made by someone at uh, an American college, uh, which is full of lovely little bits and pieces like, um, you know, wear sunscreen, be careful with other people's hearts, uh, Throw away your bank statements. Keep your love letters. You know, but it's very kind of an uh, from an emotional point of view. Um, so, kind of from a more practical, professional, creative point of view, um, I think, yeah, don't don't judge yourself against other people. Just judge yourself against who you are or who you were yesterday or last week or last month or last year because I think that is the main reason I didn't pursue illustration because I looked at illustrators you know as a 16 17 18 year old I was looking at illustrators who'd been working for 20 years and thinking I'm just never going to be that good and I made the mistake of kind of believing that and giving up on drawing essentially for nearly 20 years because I thought I would never be good enough to make a living at it. So, and I think that was the the mistake I made, which was judging myself on those people who've already got there, who've already put in all the work. Um, We've talked before about how it's very easy to look at the accomplished work of others and and be amazed by it and kind of think it's some sort of uh, creative magic. Whereas actually it's it's years of work and experience and lots of hard work and lots of rubbish that they've thrown away and you're never going to see the bad stuff anyway. So that would be, if I could only give one piece of advice, that would be it. Mm. I mean, I still do it. Yeah, and I still look at other people out there and think, oh, I'm never going to be that good. And in some cases. <laughs> It's absolutely right, but you know, don't let it stop you.
0: Yeah, I think uh, I, one of mine that I've written down follows that, which is practice what you love every day. And yeah. Don't let it turn to stone. And don't be that, what was the king in Lord of the Rings that is in the film? He's all crusty. Um, that's, that's Oh, him. Th- yes. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Is that, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Theoden.
1: Aiden, that's it. Yeah. yeah.
0: He, he, um, he's all, he's covered in flour, isn't he? Like a, like a 1980s goth, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the fields of the Nephilim. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that? One? I do. Yeah. Um, he, uh, it, it's that it is like that, isn't it? That you become, um, you become paralyzed by not doing it and you've just got to be practice it every day, every day. Um, it's something that I've, missed out on you know in in writing and drawing Uh, i haven't done every day and it's why and the the less the the more the longer it goes on the the the, um the lower your confidence goes so practice that um my my main one was would be seek out people who are uh, good for your soul and and influence you in making the best choices Mm. um because i don't think Unless you've got a really strong family um, group, you know, parents or whatever, siblings that will help you make good decisions. You won't make good choices on your own at that yep. age. Um, I certainly didn't. Um, and I didn't I didn't have much structure in my family life. You know, I didn't have um, uh, a dad, you know, that I. Could chat to about things like that, so um I found it incredibly hard to know what to do and to who to speak to about, so um you know finding a mentor or somebody uh, or even just a peer yep. who understands and and can talk back to you without you getting upset uh that that is a really that would be a really. Good lesson in my life I didn't have that um and i it meant that I just floated for years and years and years without knowing what I wanted to do you know mm. i I got stuck in a job not particularly well paid not particularly well treated um and I stayed there for you know many years um just because you know it was just easy to avoid making a, a strong decision so um
1: i'd i'd definitely i'd definitely suggest that you know yeah um, um, one other thing I'd say to myself on a very specific note is um, get the most out of college, which seems like a really obvious thing to say, but I really struggled with college. I was never a good student at school. I was a student who could remember stuff. So exams came really easy to me. So I strolled through it all. Um, and that doesn't prepare very well for college where you're left to your own devices an awful lot and you have to be self-disciplined. Um, and I just didn't make the most of college. At all I if I didn't like a brief that we were given at college, I I couldn't find a way to make myself enjoy that brief. I couldn't get past the the kind of first bit of the brief that I didn't like to see what it could teach me or what I could make of it. And the upshot of that was I got kicked out of our college twice. Um And you know, if that hadn't happened, then maybe I wouldn't have spent twenty years not drawing. Mm. Which to me now seems like twenty wasted years because that's all I want to do.
0: Is that you find? Is this quite depressing? Then this this kind of (sighs) question to go back in time, Um, because I I think it's you know it's easy to be a bit Zen like, isn't it? Um, There's absolutely no way. (laughs) that you'd have listened to anybody churning this stuff out to you back back when i was 20 i would have been you
1: know oh god whatever mate but yeah you say that but i don't know if there were, like you said you know i didn't have a mentor um college lecturers were few and far between really and we only spent a few hours with them a week yeah so i really never had any the opportunity to you know to look scornfully at someone as they try to impart some wisdom because I'm not, I'm not sure anyone ever tried.
0: Yeah. No, I, 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 I've, I've gone through the same process and I, and I think that's why it took me so long to get, you know, where I am now. I'm still not yeah. really sure what it is I'm doing, but, um, but I think that uh, one thing that took me a long time to learn that I would have been better off <laughs> having learned early on was to be humble and to take criticism I think that was one of the one of the nuggets that was served up yeah. on Twitter was, um, but you know, yeah, don't let your hackles go up when somebody criticizes some work you've done. Yeah, um, it's something that I'm very com. I am very comfortable with now. I don't get prickly about it at all. Um, but that's only. That's probably only come in the last you know five six years. I guess because I've I spent a long time kind of creating create a director i guess you know so i was i was guiding a design rather than doing it myself Um, yeah so yeah no it's definitely that's one of the ones you really have to learn because otherwise you just stiffen up don't you and you become really uh inflexible to think to
1: listening to
0: what it is that the client's problem is
1: yeah you get too set in your own ways and and you kind of The problem is, I think, listening to that first voice in your head that tells you on a route to go down, doesn't it? You know, if you're less precious about your work and you can take criticism, you kind of can get a bit more self-critical, which allows you to be a better designer and, you know, move beyond those first ideas to something that might be much, much better.
0: Yeah, somebody put in, you know, your first idea is always always the best as one of the bits of advice. I don't think that's true
1: at all. I think it often is but certainly not always
0: <laughs> it's definitely the you know if you yeah if you've got an instinct for that kind of thing then you, you're gonna you're gonna come jump to it straight away but yeah. give it give it some time and work work on it Um another one that I'd probably say is learn HTML I'd have probably made a lot more money what's what's that <laughs> I think what well, in 1990 when I when did I leave college I don't, uh, 93 I don't know was I was HTML finalized then <laughs> I don't know um but no probably um, not was it i don't know was it, was it when, when were the first browsers 95, 96? yeah yeah so um uh yeah, so i would um I would definitely learn HTML because I think that held me back you know a, a long time and I would have got into that really quickly because I love yeah. computers um and uh i I'd have, have definitely ended up doing web design hundred percent. Yeah. Um, So I would have, I say that. And also, um, I'd have, should have followed my video game, wanting to go into the video game industry. I should have followed that dream a little bit more
1: tenaciously. It's weird the kind of dreams you have, and you just, a lot of the time, you you just don't think they're achievable, do you? You think they're, you know, you think they're proper dreams, you know? Well, I had actually had two interviews with
0: um, video game people. Uh-huh. Um, one was Psygnosis who, uh, um, yeah, they were developed when I went to interview with them, that was 93, maybe 94. So they were, they were developing all this, the PlayStation games, um, okay. but it was top secret at the time. So they weren't allowed to talk about what what it was they were doing. Now, I don't think this yeah. PlayStation had been announced at that time, <coughs> but they were building Wipeout, which was one of the big games. Yeah. And um, then, and, uh, yeah, that was, that was fascinating, but I, I went for the wrong kind of job. And, and again, I didn't get the advice there. I want not that you get advice when you go for jobs mm. um but yeah, and then I interviewed with e a um okay. and uh but they just wanted me to be a beta tester, I just didn't want to do that, um yeah, I wanted to work in production, I wanted to be a producer of games, but uh I just didn't have the experience, and I didn't know how to jump into it, and English was completely the wrong degree. So. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know, you know, that advice at that stage and you know, leaving university would have been really helpful. Um, yeah. Uh, I just don't think it's there, is it? I don't, uh, you know, unless well, you go to these trade fairs and, you know, you want to jump on the, like Jess said earlier, Um, you know, if uh, my advice to me would be join that boring graduate scheme and, you know, you'd have you'd be quite wealthy by now <laughs> yes there is that isn't there um but you know how dull were those fairs that you saw at the end of mm. yeah. god well, well I, I never
1: got to the end of course well i didn't see i didn't first yeah stop rubbing it in
0: there's just lots of accountants you know going, <laughs> Yeah. You know, lots of people with dreams and then they turn up at those fairs and they sign up to an accountancy an account. <laughs> yeah because you know it, it's it's for the dollar isn't, job, it? isn't it
1: yeah yeah uh one of the other things i'd say would for me would be don't stop doing life drawing classes and that's attending them not modeling um because that everyone always you know everyone says that. sorry everyone says that that's the basis of uh of huge amounts of art um, and the skills that you need and it absolutely is and i'm terrible at drawing people and still i find it a real struggle like you know even to to try and draw to try and practice because i've I've just got such a long way to go. I know before I'm going to be good at it or even acceptable at it.
0: Um, I think, uh, I think you'd surprise yourself. I think you'd be surprised. I think it would take you, uh, you know, four weeks of life drawing before you felt comfortable with it. I used to do it all the time. And, um, I, I you know I'd really like to start it again and it was one yeah, of the be- best evenings of my life uh, you know in, I used to absolutely love it and I met some really nice strange delightful people <laughs> um yeah. and uh, yeah and sometimes you really nail it and other times you just want to
1: throw the easel out the window yeah. but it's just I think it'd be, in- r- it'd be interesting for me because I could go at it in a kind of freer uh, more expressive way, which is entirely the opposite direction from all my other ones.
0: Yes, yeah, I think it would loosen you up. But the because Dan Berry, have you seen he's doing it? No, I haven't live actually. Drawing. So, but he he's doing it on his iPad.
1: So oh, I have seen it.
0: Yes. Yeah, which is amazing, isn't it? Taking <laughs> it's just it's just incredible yeah. for somebody because because his style yourself, his it? style is very very loose, isn't it? I mean, yeah, his, yeah. his 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 comic. Style is is kind of Quentin Blake, you know. It really is uh, yeah. loose. Absolutely. So to so to do it on a on a digital device is 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 brave. Um, yeah, yeah, and you get the also, obviously you get the uh, the action replay with Procreate. Nice. I think he's doing do. it. yeah, which I've done for my Christmas card, which looks great. Oh, yeah,
1: nice. well Hang on. But are you are you sending out a, an animated GIF? You- <laughs> it would be quite a long gif. It took me blooming ages. <laughs> I shall look forward to seeing it.
0: Um, yeah. So, and what's the other thing? Oh, yeah. I wrote here, date more girls. Right. Fair enough. <laughs> buy a flat for 35 yeah. grand that I, I decided not to buy because I thought it was too be? much money. How much would that be worth now? Uh, four, four or 500 grand. Yeah. And uh, invent a term like UX and clean up. <laughs> <laughs> seems fair because uh because uh, yeah, that t- have, you, have you got any other advice
1: um a couple before going to paris for your 21st birthday it's very important to check your luggage to make sure that your flatmate hasn't taken all of your underwear out <laughs> that's right. quite a surprise for me when i got to paris for a week and found i had no underwear and uh, eventually got back to my my house in um gumbria at art college and found all my Box of shorts carefully laid out on the bed for me by my flatmate. What, why, had you, why had your flatmate done that? I think he just thought it would be funny ah, for right. me
0: to go to Paris without any underwear. Do they not uh, sell pants in Paris?
1: They do. I think I think I, um, think I um, right. Next one. <laughs> uh, never work in a call center. Right. Nothing good can ever come of it. Have you ever worked in a call center? Yes, I have. Nothing good came from it, John. That's all I'll say. Mm. No, I've never... look after your knees.
0: (laughs) Is this... What is this advice?
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's very important. Yeah. Look after your knees. You only get two. Right. There you go. So if you've got any advice for your younger self, then feel free to tweet that at us. And uh we'll retweet any interesting ones I'm sure there'll be some interesting ones
0: yeah definitely i i would say you know another one that I've missed out here is um is get stuck into things, you know um you know, yeah it, uh, go to things, talk to people um and get involved.
1: don't shy away like I have mm. it'd be nice to go back and just be able to impart uh some confidence on your younger self, wouldn't it yeah,
0: yeah, but I think it's interesting that we and we could talk about this in a future episode is the mentor thing you know how do you mm. find a mentor or if you are a Tinder. senior designer <laughs> oh uh yes and other other dating apps are available um uh or how do you offer yourself up if you are an experienced designer illustrator Grindel. writer <laughs> Stop it. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, you know, is there, some, is there a site where you can, like, say you're a burnt-out granddad looking for a young boy? Uh, let's move on. Yes, let's. Before you ask. No, I haven't got a website. In week. All right. Well, my one is, um, uh, is just because I was thinking of, uh, of my rates um, for next year. Uh, New, Year's, up, yeah. New Year's a good time to, well, you know, put yeah. your rates up. Um, there, uh, I was only reminded because um, I think it was Mike Sullivan had uh, tweeted something earlier today, which was a recommendation for a site called Hello Bonsai, which helps you um, with your billing and contracts. Um, I'm looking at just... Uh, Putting my contracts online with a signable online signable system, and this mm-hmm. seems to fit the bill. Um, but cool. they've got a page on there called Freelance Rate Explorer, which I guess takes all the data from all of their members and uh, turns it into a really handy visual chart. So you can yeah, put it's in, nice. yeah, it's really cool. And there's another one by, um, uh, there's a British company, I think they're based in Bath, uh, called Our Name is Mud, um, uh, and they do a yearly. Uh, questionnaire about okay. what freelancers charge um so you can go on there put your age group in put your experience and um, the the design area that you work in there are some wonderful design areas and yeah. uh, and see what people earn and it's just great to flip between the ux and the normal graphic designers <laughs> look at the <laughs> earnings difference it's incredible yes. um so yeah uh, so yeah i think new year's a good time uh, christmas is a good time to take stock um and uh, review. Review a life, put your prices up. Yeah.
1: Cool. You're worth more than you think. <clears throat> well, I'm certainly worth more. Uh, they think I'm worth more than I am. Uh, <sighs> yes. So, so well, on- pies. Onto uh, onto pies. I have got, uh, my lovely wife got me two uh, mince pies from the Cavern Bakery, which is a local bakery to me. They've got a couple in Hampton Hill and... Uh, Twickenham and Teddington family run bakers yeah good um, bakers nice to yeah. use them uh, and so sort I've of got very buttery uh, pastry mince pies with lots of sugar on top and I'm going in mmm that's nice the pastry's very good there's quite a lot of pastry compared to the filling but it's really—I mean, it's super buttery, melt in your mouth pastry. Yeah, really, very nice. And I've—I've I've already finished my large glass of port. Right, well, you can, what are you moving on to?
0: Seeing as it's a day off tomorrow, Probably another large glass of port. Good for you. Thank you. I'm having a an all butter mince pie from Sainsbury's. Taste the difference. Um, mm. I tried to get Aldi ones, uh, but they were sold out. Uh, like I heard good things. So I'm going in for um a bite. It's a very big pie.
1: It is, isn't it? it Kinda of looks a bit like a sort of Mr. Kiplingy type thing, doesn't it? Very much so. Mm.
0: Mm. Pastry's quite buttery. Have you have you already tried one of these then?
1: I have had those, yeah. Mm. I've been eating those since October, I think, John. <laughs> <laughs> the filling
0: the the pastry almost tastes a little bit undercooked and um the filling's really dense. Um it's too much pastry to mince. I like, you know, a, a smaller pie. Um, yeah. I'll give that a five. It's okay. Not yeah. as good as the pies I made earlier this week, Rob. Really? On Sunday. I've made some awesome pies. I was trying to get a chance to make some more today, but I um, ran out of time. Yeah. But I've got some more mix, so I'll make some, and um, maybe we need to hook up next week. Yes. Let's swap pies. Let's do that. Swap Because next, yeah. next week is our Christmas edition in terms of it's time to do Christmas shopping. So we're going to be uh, coming up with Christmas lists, recommending presents, uh, wish lists, um, all that kind of stuff. Yep. So if you've got Absolutely. things that are on your Christmas list, send them over. Um, and uh, we've got a special guest next week. Woohoo! Yeah, our first in, in, yeah. A, in nearly a year. Are you going to tell us who that is? Yeah, it's Alid Lewis. Um, he's agreed to come on the show. So he'll be talking uh, a little bit about what he does. And um, he will also be recommending presents. Cool. So I look forward to speaking to him. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> so I'm kind of done now. I think. Are you? Me too. I'm <laughs>
1: done. I am very much done this I, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what are you up to for the weekend? Uh, catching up. Um, out for lunch tomorrow with Steph. Uh, bit of Christmas shopping and then catching up on commissions. How delightful. <clears throat> yeah, it would be good. What about you?
0: Um, I'm um, working tomorrow. Um, Jessica's away at Hampton Court at some show, food show mm-hmm. thing. Um, and uh, then we've got visitors from Spain on, a visitor from Spain on Saturday, Sunday, and we're going to withy, the Withers Inn for lunch. Going back. <laughs> oh, delightful. Yeah, well, we're swapping over. Um, our guest is going to stay with somebody else,
1: and um, so we're okay. meeting there. So we're have going you to... warned them that they're going back to 1973?
0: I have. Uh, it's the reason that we're going. Cool. Yeah. Can't
1: wait. Uh, by the way, I, d- I didn't give my pie a mark. Uh, oh yeah. It's, it's going to get a. I'm going to annoy you now, John. It's going to get a
0: 6.8. Yeah, you can't do
1: that. And and you
0: didn't. Who mark... makes the, who makes the rules? Me. And and you oh. <laughs> you um you didn't mark your one last week didn't I no Are you sure no, I'm pretty sure
1: what was it can't remember now
0: it was a really good pie it was the best pie oh, in the was, world it
1: was It was the uh, conditor and cook yeah. pie wasn't it uh, I think I got a seven or eight I, okay. thought, I thought I'd give it a mark but maybe not maybe you just cut that out John ah yeah editing yeah anyway right. uh, that's us for tonight we oui. thank you thank you for listening Abiento really good to talk to you john you too and yes we should we should try and uh, meet up and yeah. do a, a covert pie swap in a in a dark car park like a cold war spy yeah deep throat pie yeah the bridge of pies oh very good <laughs> all right good night and john take care Ta-da. bye Cheers.